Welcome to the Global Corporate Venture Digital Forum. My name's James Wilson, founder and editor-in-chief, and I'm delighted to be with Jen from Sony in order to give us an update on what they've been thinking about and viewing in terms of corporate venturing over the past few years. And as we come out of this coronavirus, the view ahead. So Jen, thank you very much for being able to join. And please provide a little bit of context and background to yourself and Sony. James, thanks for the introduction. And happy to meet everyone over this digital conference. It's my first time talking at a digital conference, so, and I'll do my best. Let me start with personal introduction. Uh, some of you may know me. I, ran, I run all CBC activity for Sony, and I'm a corporate vice president at Sony. Before doing this, I was running mergers and acquisitions for Sony globally. And before that, I ran investor relationships for Sony globally. As many of you know, Sony is a pretty diverse organization. It has its legacy in electronics, but now the, currently the core business lines are more along PlayStation and also among semiconductors, which is image station, uh, which is image sensors, and m mostly at this point uh, selling to smartphone makers. Pictures and music are also very important parts of our business. We started Sony Innovation Fund roughly four years ago now to support Sony's next business. This was at the same time as the reintroduction of the Ibo robot and as the Sony engineers focus on the day-to-day -day business, our job is to find the next potential business for Sony. We have a team of roughly 30 people, roughly distributed between 10 in Tokyo, 10 in North America, 10 in EU. And also we've added an India leg quite recently. The US and the EU teams not just work on investing, but also work on M&A and also tech scouting. The Tokyo teams do most of the work in terms of, liais in in terms of liaisoning with many of the so Sony R&D people in, uh, when we look at uh, in working with startups. When we started, we started focusing on first with robotics and AI. But since Sony's business is quite diverse, we've, uh, we went to very many different areas in very quickly. And this is one, uh, one uh, interesting characteristic of our fund. So we have one team that manages all investments, but they go into two funds. For the earlier seed to early stage investments, it is run off our balance sheet and it is called Sony Innovation Fund. But for the mid mid-range mid investments, it is run through a GPLP fund we created last year called Innovation Growth Ventures. Now I'll talk to you more about the IGV later, but uh, uh, this has allowed us to provide quite uh, strong financial flexibility in terms of managing the CVC activities. So the Sony Innovation Fund, to, to, to 
explain more in detail, the Sony Innovation Fund, the balance sheet activity is a hundred million fund. We've been running this for four years. We've made 56 investments from, from this fund. The maximum size is three million from this fund. I won't go into each of the companies we've invested in, but this is a list of all the companies. You'll find that if you want to go into detail on these companies, please go to sonyinnovationfund.com. The Innovation Growth Fund, which we introduced last year, is a 115 million fund, and it is for the mid middle stage. We've made 10 investments so far in the same regions with the same team. Some of the, some of the companies we invested are the Indian uh, car sharing large company called Zoomcar, and drone companies like Matternet. So for those interested, I'll go a little bit deeper into the structure of Innovation Growth Fund. It is a 50-50 joint venture. The GP company is a 50-50 joint venture between Sony Corp and Daiwa Holdings, which is a securities holding company in Japan. And the LPs are Japanese mega banks, Japanese banks, and school endowment funds. Now going on to business development, we naturally spend a lot of time on business development and the, and the clients, and, and we naturally sell some of our start, the startup's products. We pull the startup services into our businesses, but we also help them in areas such as IP strategy and OPR strategy as well. For non-Japanese companies, Sony is the gateway to Japan. For Japanese companies, Sony is the gateway to the world. So with ending the Sony introduction, let me get into the core subject, which is the CBC future. Of course, there are many CBCs which have been in existence for more, more than three, four years. But it is also true that many, many of my colleague, current colleagues in the CBC space have started in, on this journey three, four years ago. So they were called in by the CEO or the CFO and given the impossible task of you go set up a CBC. So everybody started from making the organization, making the decision-making processes, making the team, deciding the focus areas, and, and have come through the ride. So in my case, most of the team members have come from internal Sony. So the, uh, uh, I spent so much time on cross-training. So some people were great at sourcing, some people were great at uh, execution, some people were great at business development. But naturally we want each and every core member of the firm to be able to do all, all of this, the whole nine yards. So we go through a massive cross-training process, but after three, four years, we have one great team. The COVID crisis has certainly put up, uh, put up a point that this is the time for review for everyone. This is, I talked with my colleagues and put up some of the points which will come up in the review process. 
strategic versus financial, the subject that always comes up. The strength of your team. Have you had any exits? Have your business development efforts paid off? Now, are your KPIs appropriate? Do you have carry? And overall, does the CEO appreciate or the CFO appreciate what you're doing? Is the CEO and CEO looking at more short-term goals or more long-term developments? Going a little bit back to the strategic versus financial, I guess if you are more on the strategic side, it's quite important to see how you are doing compared to the M&A teams. If you're if your if your colleagues in in the company call you financial oriented, I would say that you got to reshift that to have have them say you are pathfinders to where the world is going. So let me talk a little bit about the COVID nineteen experience from Sony Corporation's point of view, and also from Sony Innovation Fund's point of view. So we just came out of an earnings call two weeks ago, I think what was evident was that it was not evident. So everybody would assume that in everybody's at home, so PlayStation must be doing great. So PlayStation is doing great, is doing good, but not, not so great. Now, at the same time, everybody would assume that the camera sales must have gone down quite significantly or there must be a disruption in the whole production process. Well, not so bad, at least for now. Important and not important. Now, after COVID, everybody uses these words. So whatever they look at, they look at it, is this important or not important? And obviously everybody's starting to say that traveling may not be as important. Office space may not be as important. And I think one point we found out was that uh, since we have operations around the world, even if some part of the world has problems, we, we are okay in the other parts of the world. But in this situation, we found out that when, when the world is hit by the COVID uh, situation, you cannot escape. The third point is that uh, we, so we also, as Sony, we wanted to do something with the COVID situation. So we put, put together a hundred million global relief fund. And uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. So one very positive sign was that the, at the end of the earnings call, the CFO made it clear that uh, although there are, obviously we are under the COVID period, but uh, we have our balance sheet is strength enough to go after, after Corona opportunities. So at the same time, I want to tell you that as, as a fund, Sony Innovation Fund is active in the current environment. So talking more about the fund, I, I really feel that global team building, which we have been doing, spending a lot of time on, is paying off. So we are on video calls with our US colleagues, with our European co colleagues every day and working together you know, we cannot meet each other, but the team, one team spirit that we built through team building is, I think, is paying off tremendously. Naturally, we're spending a lot more time with our existing portfolio. 
like many of our colleagues in the CDC and VC space. At the same time, we are identifying new opportunities, especially areas which could grow after COVID-19. I guess the one drawback is that uh, uh, there are startups we'd like to see a demo, a physical demo, to really make, come to a decision to make an investment. Now, we're trying to overcome that with lots of videos and whatnot, but uh, that is a point that needs to be addressed if this is going to continue. So the COVID-19 Global Relief Fund, which I just mentioned, now this is focused on healthcare, it's focused on education, and it's focused on entertainment. Now, regarding entertainment, we have many friends in, in the creators and the artists which cannot perform as they had scheduled. So a good part of the fund is going to support them to be able to show up and meet the fans. Stay home, stay connected. So I'm spending actually more time with my global team while we're spending good time with our portfolio companies and we certainly benefit from the openness of the VCCBC community. We talk a lot with our colleagues in the, in the space and also look for new opportunities. Now, to close, the CBC future, as the, the title that James Kent gave me. So I'd like to encourage everyone, my colleagues, to be the path leader for your companies post-COVID-19. The second point, so before COVID-19, there were many investment areas which looked like they have, an, they have a chance. I think after COVID-19, the investment areas may be more narrow, but I think that's a good thing. The third point is that uh, you need to watch capital markets carefully. I think there will be areas, industries or areas where money is more abundant and areas which money will be scarce. So working, watching the, following the capital markets and also exchanging information with your colleagues where they are putting their money in, I think is going to be quite important in this post-COVID environment. Diversity, sustainability, these discussion points are always important no matter what. Our first investment is with a, with a, a woman CEO. Uh, we have uh, Three of our Japanese portfolio companies is run by women CEOs, and this, this is something we're always proud of. So before we finally close, let me just point you out to uh, one of the uh, schedules for GCV to do the Asia conference in Tokyo in October. Now, Tim and James will talk more about these this, this discussion points, but uh, we are uh, and you know, it, it's not true, it's not sure at this point if we can do a physical conference or this one will be more digital or half digital, that's up to how the, how the discussion evolves. But uh, we will, we're acting to co-sponsor the event and uh, trying to, and we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, looking forward to showing you lots of interesting aspects of Sony in this conference as well. Thank you very much. And back to you, James. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Jensan, for such an interesting overview and insights. And uh, we've really obviously deeply 
appreciated the support you're offering for the Asia Conference and the Japanese delegation as well. And just in closing, I just want to say very much that uh, as a pathfinder to where the world is going, I certainly think Sony and what you have achieved has been based of clear leadership in that regard. So thank you once again. Thank you. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.